you mentioned, 2,129 yards and 20 touchdowns over his first three seasons with the Skyhawks. Little Rock, Arkansas native, finished with a career-high 1,300 yards and 11 scores last year. Of course, Dalen Smothers, Marcus Major, and Tawi Walker in the portal. You have uh, We'll get into that running back room coming up in just a bit, but I don't think they're done at that position. And coming up at 10.15-ish, we'll tell you what we all learned about the Caden Green saga yesterday. Good morning, Gary Cavins. Good morning. Sorry I'm doing good. How are you? Well, you know, just we have college football free agency now. And as yeah. somebody who loves the National Football League, I'm kind of digging it, right? It's This is fun. And then all of a sudden you lose one of your guys. You're like, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, very festive in here this morning. Are you yes. in the, are you in the holiday spirit or what? I walked in, Amanda. That the screen in the in the main entrance has a Christmas tree on it with a fireplace. You got all the gifts lined up in here. We're yeah. feeling very festive, aren't we? It's that time. <laughs> Countdown's on. Christmas <laughs> is coming, whether you like it or not. Really fast. Okay, so let's kind of dive into the the who, what, when, where, and why of some of the things that could go wrong and to be prepared for. Uh, water. Extract, I mean, I say extraction, but if you have a water loss issue or you have a, something that takes place to where you get a leak or something of that nature, you, you need it fixed quick because you don't want to risk mold. And we're during the holiday season, so Cavens is the, is the people to call. Kind of take us through those challenges that homeowners and business, business owners can see. A hundred percent. You know, if you get a water loss where a pipe spray gets flooded your building, whether it's a freeze or just sometimes it just happens randomly, you need to give us a call. Get the Cavens team in there as quickly as possible because it could turn into a mold issue very quickly if it's not dried properly by a professional, by a professional uh, structural drying equipment. Those are really important things that need to happen, um, you know, you don't want Billy Bob in a truck out there trying to dry it, and you don't, you know, you don't want to try to do it yourself. You want a professional out there to dry it. Um, you know, in majority of all cases, insurance will cover it, but you want to get it dried so it doesn't turn into a mold mess. Because I can't tell you, Chris, how many times this year properties I've come to were not dried properly. Uh, after a water loss and have mold issues. I'm getting ready to go see one this afternoon. Um, the, the, the guy called in, had a, you know, had an issue and everything, had plumber out, had, we sent one of our drywall guys out there to uh, patch, do some drywall patch stuff. And the drywall guy got out there and, you know, obviously our painters are around our environmental guys and everything else. And they're like, uh, this is full of mold. And so it was a plumbing leak that had been going on for a long time, wasn't addressed, and then became a mold issue. So if you have water intrusion, if you have a flood, you need to get it resolved quickly. From, from your perspective, are people understanding more and more the dangers of this? Is the word starting to get out that even the slightest little water leak, you need to do something as soon as possible because of the dangers of mold? I think so, Chris. I think, um, you know, that's a great question. And what I'm seeing on my side is the answer to that question is yes. People are starting to be more proactive because they're realizing, you know, a property is an investment. Mm -hmm. And uh, whether it's a commercial property, a rental property, or a residential property, it's an investment. And you have to protect your investment. That's your financial investment. And, um, you know, if, if you let water get in there, if you have a flood and it's not dried properly, I mean, the, you know, mold is, is not something to mess around with. It can do a lot of damage, uh, not only to the health and safety of the tenants, whether it's mm-hmm. your employees, your family, your renters, um, 
it, it also can do damage to the property because you know it's going to affect your sheetrock it's going to affect your your framing it's going to affect a whole lot of other things and you know that's one of the things why you know if you see water call cavens for water intrusion investigation see what's going on get it resolved quickly if you have a, a, a flood a busted pipe or anything like that call cavens too we need to get that taken care of quickly um, you know, we're here to help out 24-7, 365, and we also do sewer backups. So we had a commercial building where the sewer line collapsed, and it was a two-story building, basically, and all the sewage backed up into the first floor uh, because it had collapsed and nobody had realized it, and overnight it just flooded sewage mm. through it. So that's stuff that we clean up. That has to be cleaned up by a professional. There's... Uh, you know, there's all kinds of health and safety issues with that, too. So you need to make sure that it's cleaned up properly and treated also. I, I just, I don't think, we talk about it a lot, right, because I've seen it affect my, my friends, my family. I worry about it at my place, right, because I have an older house. And, you know, we're not a, yeah, just put put a little bleach on it. It's going to be okay. We're diligent in it. But it can affect your health. And that's a scary thing whenever it comes to something that we're learning more about. I know there's some old-fashioned people. It's like, oh, I've been around it forever. Yeah, you're going to get sick. <laughs> it's not good, and it's dangerous for your property. But this is that time of year to where something can be – you can have a leak somewhere. You can have water intrusion somewhere. And if you don't take care of it right away, Gary, it could it could be incredibly expensive, and it could be detrimental to your health. 100%. And we're seeing it all the time now. It, you know, um, we're seeing it all the time now. I, I think I should add this because sometimes when you say Norman, when I say Norman, or when I say the Oklahoma City area, I live in Goldsby. Cavens works in Goldsby. Yes. Cavens works in Washington. Cavens will cover you in Ardmore, Purcell, uh, Tulsa, Stillwater, Edmond. So I think I. I don't do a good enough job, Gary, of saying when I say Oklahoma City, when I say Norman, this goes south and this goes <laughs> up to green country as well. hundred uh, percent. We service the whole state of Oklahoma, and then we also service Kansas, Arkansas also. At CavinsGroup.com is the website where you can find all the information that you need. It is a, a, a very easy to, to navigate website, not a bunch of pop-ups. I mean, literally the number, and you can learn about everything that you're doing. But I think we also need to magnify the emergency side of this, right? You, this isn't, you know, this 800 number, it doesn't go to some national place no. and then they're dinging someone. It goes to you. It goes to Jess. It goes to Amanda. You guys are the people that answer the phone. And I think that's important and people need to know that. 100%. You call 24-7-365. You're going to get a live person and a member of my a member of my team and we're going to get out there we're going to get the information and we're going to we're going to come out there and we're going to help you you know you know we talk about you know you were just talking about it's not going to a national call center mm -hmm. we're you know a local company that puts money back into the local community through donations um you know and and we just really big on giving back to the community you know, and those national chains, they give a little bit back sometimes, but majority of that money goes to with their corporate office because a lot of the other companies that there's a few companies, there's no company out there that does what everything that we do. Mm -hmm. There are some companies out there that do parts of what we do, and they're all national companies and they're franchises, but the franchises are owners are in Kansas City. They're in Dallas. They're in other places. They're not here local. So when you call Cavens, you're getting a local company. So, you know, if a church catches on fire, 
call the local company. If, uh, you know, uh, your house is affected, call the local company. If your business, your properties are affected, call the local company. Because not only are we as as equipped and trained as well as any national company out there, I promise you we probably are better equipped and better trained than any national company in Oklahoma. Um, we can respond quickly, and your money is going back into the community. You um you have a service, and we'll, we'll wrap on this, that, that you've – had for a while that I – it's kind of hard to talk about, crime scene cleanup, mm-hmm. but it's something that we need to talk about because if something happens in your home, if something tragic happens, it, it's not the police job. It's not the, the IMSA's job. It's it, it's on the homeowner. It's on the business owner. If someone – even if you want to take it a little less morbid, if they, they break a window or something of that nature, it's on you to fix that up. And when I say you, Gary, you have trained, you have studied, you have worked to make sure that you are there for crime scene cleanup, windows, things of that nature. It's something that you guys take very seriously. And something, too, insurance-wise that that people can be helped out with as well, right? A hundred percent. You know, uh, crime scene cleanup is one of those um, things that, you know, we talk about, but we don't talk about it. Um, And it's a service that we provide here at Cavens. you know, you know, when stuff like that happens, um, you don't want to have to clean it up. You, you know, there's there's all kinds of things mentally, physically, plus, you know, it, it needs to be when you deal with blood and stuff like that, it needs to be cleaned up properly uh, so that, you know, nobody can be affected by it. And so, you know, we do that 24-7, 365, um, and we have those services available um, if they're ever needed. Hopefully they're never needed, but if they are needed, um, our guys are very well trained on them. They've completed many of these uh, cleanups, and they're really good at it. Anything else we want to make sure to mention? Anything else that we've left out you want to make sure we throw in here before we get out today? No, just, uh, uh, you know, if you do have an emergency, water, mold, um, hazmat, crime scene cleanup, give the team at Cavens a call, commercial fires, um, just give the team at give the team at Cavens a call. And also, <laughs> if you just want to know what's the best insurance companies out there to use, mm-hmm. because we deal with them all. We deal with all of them in Oklahoma. So I can tell you who's the best insurance company to use, mm-hmm. um, and who's the worst insurance company <laughs> and, to use. And, and we'll go ahead and, 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 and shout to our guy John too. You guys work with Brown O'Haver some too. Yeah, right? they're great. They're outstanding over there, and they do a great job. And, and their services, you know, with some of these insurance companies, you know, that's one thing that I can say. If I can ever give anybody any advice, mm-hmm. if you have a fire, you need to call Brown O'Haver, period. Right. You need to call a public adjuster, and you need to get them involved day one. Because insurance companies on the residential side, they just don't like to pay out properly on fires. And so you're going to have to, to protect you and your family or you and your property, you need to get a public adjuster if you have a fire. Plain and simple. My man, Realtor Chris, uh, it just cracked me. It goes, just ask all the parents of kids who lived in Walker Tower. They coughed their entire lives their freshman year. Mold is a real issue. <laughs> it is. It is. And that's a good one. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a big one right there. Yeah. But you got the Oklahoma County Jail that has mold issues, uh-huh. too, you know, because of all the water intrusion. And there's several, you know, local issues. And, and you know, I mean, you know, it's just you got to resolve it. And our team is very good at doing large mold losses and even small mold losses and um, help out through those processes. Amen. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Happy holidays, too. Happy holidays. I, we'll be here next Thursday, yes. right? All right. Beautiful. Yes. There you go. That's Gary Cavins here at Cavins Group. Uh, emergency response, water, file, mold, uh, hazmat, you name it, they've got you covered. 405-573-3048. Also giving back to the community. 
more than $500,000 donated back to the Oklahoma community in just the last four years. All right, do you want to, for the sake of this show, do you want to put a cap for now on the Caden Green situation based on what Teddy and Gabe talked about in the Oklahoma breakdown? You want to, I talked to Gabe a little bit last night, and I didn't clear it with Ted. I think Ted would be okay with it. But I, I want to play when we come back what they had to say and what Gabe had learned about this whole saga. You okay with that? Yeah, let's do that. That, let's do that, because, that whole situation is just crazy. And, and I want to make this very clear as we go to break. If I do not like confrontation. I don't like confrontation. That might seem crazy to some people when you hear me scream and yell at people on the text line. I will avoid confrontation at all costs, right? I'll, I'll even give you this example. A couple years ago, uh, let, let me reset that timetable. There was a yob that I had that had promised a raise many years ago, and I never got it. I never said anything. It's like, oh, well, maybe it'll just magically show up one day. I just hate confrontation, <laughs> I just, even when it's money. I'm like, oh, well, it'll show up at some point. If I have to tell someone no, it's the hardest thing for me to do. What does is, what is Howard Stern always say? Don't ask don't ask me because I'm going to tell you yes. you got to ask Gary and them so they can tell you how I really feel, and they're going to tell you no. I, I, I just I hate letting people down. I feel like saying no lets people down. So I'm a little bit soft on that front. But if I'm, if I'm leaving, if I'm leaving, if I'm not taking a job or if I'm not doing something that is required of me from any of my – you know, if it's a charity thing, if it's a church thing, whatever it might be, I've got to be up front and be like, hey, I'm not going to be there, or, or I'll try, but it ain't going to happen. And, and I'm telling you right now, Connor, it's been a problem my whole life. I hate telling people no. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I tend to be a yes person, I hate it. too. It's hard to not say yes. So there's a part of me when I see this Caden Green stuff where I think, yeah, I totally get it. But also, I'm I've never had a scholarship. I've never been a... I've never been a NCAA Division One athlete. I've never been part of a really good team outside of the Wood River Junior Legion team of 1990, right? It's There's certain ways you handle things, and I've learned it as much as it pains a person like me who has these personality trait issues in my life. Maybe I'm being too open. I don't care. It's just me. It's how I am. I'm, I'm terrible at confrontation. I'm terrible at telling people no. I'm, te- I'm terrible at telling people that I don't want to do something. But I do think that there is a right way. And if what is being reported is true, this is not the right way. We'll lay it out for you next right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back to The Plank Show. With Connor Pass being for Josh. Have you by the ch- I, So I'm I'm weird with people on vacation. I try not to bother them, but I also want to make sure they know that they're missed, right? I want to make sure Josh knows that we miss him. But I haven't really bugged him. Have you have you heard from him at all? Yes, he actually texted okay. me yesterday, last night. Oh, okay. He said he's enjoying his time at Good. New York City. Yeah, and he said he'll Good. be back Monday. Good. I've I'm gonna tell you this, Connor. I, I tell you this a lot. Um I think that whenever um, whenever Brian and Casey decide that they're done with my BS, dude, you're gonna you're gonna be able to do whatever you want, man. I listening to you on the Norman broadcast and how much you've improved and 
shooting the sh- uh, the breeze here with you. Oh my gosh, I almost got fi- I almost got fired right here. <laughs> shooting the breeze with you every single day. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So I just want you to know that I'm prepared for you someday to take my job and me to have to uh, panhandle right there where that dude sits every single day on Main Street and the turn into the Walmart. You know what I'm talking about? You know that guy? Yes, I yes, I'm with you. Every single day he is there, man. I'm almost impressed. But I so I've thoroughly enjoyed it. But I've left Josh alone. I've let him I've let him do his thing. Because then I you know, then I'd probably try to make him feel bad. It's like, yeah, we've been fine, but I mean, whatever. You're going to go away for a week. You know, that's great. <laughs> Just do your thing, whatever. And I guess you guys talk a lot with the KREF Sports TV stuff too, right? We do, yeah. I mean, we're yeah, we're always constant, constantly busy, especially during the basketball season. We'll get a little break next week with Christmas break, obviously for uh, a bunch of the high schools. But man, after New Year's, we'll we'll get back in the swing of things. All right, you want to hear this? You want to yes, listen to I this do. for a little bit? Okay, it's a uh, I I didn't chop it up because every time I I went back and I started chopping it up, I realized. I'm not doing this whole story justice. And and many of you probably have already heard some of this as listeners to what Gabe and Teddy do is Teddy's sad job to what he uh, has weekdays from three to six here on the ref with the rush. But Gabe took the lead here and I called him last night. I was like, dude, I, I know you probably don't want to retell the story. So instead of having you on, are you okay if we just play that segment from the breakdown on the ref, and he was like, absolutely. So here is a two-time captain, a guy who's pretty tied into the program, Gabe Iker, talking about what he's learned and what he's been told about the Caden Green situation. Because there's a lot of layers to it. a lot about how excited I am about Caden Green's future and what I think he can be, especially as a guard. And you just don't see things like this happen around the country very often that you see you see really good G5 linemen jump into the portal and create a bidding war amongst power five teams. But we, we see that quite a bit. You don't see a guy that just started a bunch of games as a true freshman for a blue blood program jump into the portal. There's definitely something strange going on here. And so... Maybe the best places to start is here. Now, I, I want to jump in there real quick for a moment because this isn't trying to create drama, right, Connor? This isn't trying to blow up a spot or, or anyone. This is just giving you the facts, and what Gabe said is true. You do not see Power 5 starting offensive linemen in the portal very often, right? It just doesn't happen. Um, I guess we, especially when they have years left, like Walter Rouse did it as a senior to go be coached by Bill Beanbow. And, again, that was a fight. Remember, he had originally committed to Nebraska. McCain Matoyer had a couple years whenever he transferred from California, right? So when you when you go in the portal as a starting Power five offensive lineman. And I'll tell you what, when you hear any, like I listen to all, I listen to the on threes, I listen to everything. Are they talking about Caden Green in the portal at all? No, nobody is. 
because it's all about quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs, and maybe even more so about quarterbacks. I'm driving in. I'm listening to Andy Staples. He goes, you know, this one really kind of caught my eye as far as another guy in the portal, and it was uh, Trayshawn Ward out of <laughs> Kansas State. No one nationally is even really talking about this because it's it's just not anything that's on anyone's radar because it's an offensive lineman, right? <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, back to Erie. To go. Program. NIL program. Is is running pretty dang efficiently right now. Especially as you compare to where they were at a year ago to right now. They have done, they have taken a very NFL-style approach to the way that they're distributing NIL dollars. Right? They look at what are the most valuable positions in the National Football League, and they look at NIL valuations from multiple different sources. They've got their own people that are watching, a bunch of the portal guys, and they kind of slot these guys. It's very organized. I've seen it. It's very organized. And basically, they've got a priority list. Clearly, Bowman Stutzman, very high on the priority list, got that taken care of. Caden Green was very high on that priority list. And basically what I was told was that Caden and his parents uh, met with the people handling the NIL situation, and they had some demands. And the collective was willing to meet those demands. Uh, Caden met with BV after that initial conversation. And then kind of some of the, the the tone of the conversation kind of changed where Caden went to the collect people and said, I'm not signing for less than X. And the collective went, okay, discussed it. And they got to X. They got to the dollar amount that he asked for. And they sent Caden the contract. And this is where it gets really strange, man. The only reason anyone really knew that Caden Green was about to bounce was a staff member was driving by Headington Hall and saw him pushing a cart of his stuff to his car from Headington Hall and pulled over and was like, what's up, man? (laughs) Like, what's going on? And from what I understand, he was like, you need to talk to my dad. Another staff member came over, had a conversation like, hey, man, collective got to X. You asked for X. We're there. What's the, what's the deal? He's like, well, I haven't seen the contract. Contract gets sent over. Staff member shows him the contract. There's X. It's on the sheet, buddy. You got to talk to my dad. Called his dad. No answer. It's weird, man. It's really weird. It feels it. Uh, there is a conversation. I'm going to. I w- I I promised I would not say the number, so I ain't saying it. But what OU's collective offered him, the number he asked for that they got to, the contract with that number on they sent him. I believe it would quite possibly make him the highest paid offensive guard in college football next year. And this is a guy that he played okay 
He wasn't a dominant player. He was a true freshman that did some really nice things. They were about to give him a boatload of money, and a lot of it was based on like what you're going to be, which is part of how you have to handle all this stuff. But I find it incredibly hard to believe that there are a lot of schools out there giving an offensive guard more money for one season than what OU's collective offered Caden Green. So for everyone out there that's going, oh, how could we how could we fumble the bag? Listen, man, I, it it's a ton of money for one season for an offensive guard. Clearly there are some other things going on here. So I if you want to be bad bad at OU's NIL operation, go ahead, but the number that I know was offered is I I there there could only be maybe a handful of interior offensive linemen in college football that would be getting more money for that that for, for one season than that. Well and all right, so I'll um there's the nuts and bolts of it. Sorry, Ted, your take matters to me. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know that. But that that's the – and by the way, BA Fat Boy, there was a commercial that popped up, all right? When I edited it, it didn't make a lot of sense, so I was just going to play it off YouTube. That's why I jumped in early. What do you make of that, Connor, of what Gabe just said and laid out? Number one, hey, one thing that I'd make of it, Caden Green was a priority to him. Yeah. It, it, it it's, it's just insane to me for a freshman offensive lineman. Dude, I know he's a really good player, started seven games late in the year for uh, Oklahoma, but gosh, it's just weird to me to see a kid like that go ask for a certain amount of money. But OU's able to match that, and he doesn't tell any of the staff. And then a staff member catches him, you know, bringing all of his dorm stuff moving out and says like hey what the heck is going on it's it's just such a weird situation for me so, so to fill in a couple of, of, of blanks there it's my understanding that the the second staff member that went over was curtis lofton you know you think about the importance of the soul mission right that so many of you people christian moaned about because you heard nonstop about it but curtis while, while practice is going on i mean Kane Green's very important to this team, but I, I mean, I don't think you can leave the middle of practice if you're like a Bill Beatonbow and you're trying to get your offensive line that's already thin heading into the bowl game because I don't think Tyler Guyton and I, and I, I, I hope Andrew Rain plays, but I, I don't know. I don't, I didn't write down what he said in his statement if he was or not. But, and by the way, congratulations to Andrew Rain for getting the invitation to the senior bowl. That is. Big That's awesome. Time, How about that? Yep. That is huge. Uh, I hate that he's leaving because I love a BA kid and I love, you know, getting to know him a bit. And he, you know, he went and did all the interviews after OU Texas and it was cool to see. I remember him. Be, I remember seeing him as a recruit, right? And be like, this guy? And look what he's become. He's going to the Senior Bowl. So Bill Beanboe can't leave practice to go. So you got the Soul Mission guys over there trying to fix it. I, and, and then here's the other thing. If you're, if you're, I guess, take is going to be go talk to dad, dad's got to answer the phone, right? If, if I tell Willie C or Emma or Gwen, hey, 
You don't talk about this to anyone. You have them call me. When you call me, I better be there to answer your questions if it's a situation like this. Now, I want to make it very clear. I want to make it very, very clear. If it's just about wanting to go somewhere else to be close at home, if there's a family issue or anything like that, I mean, I'm fine with it. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with it if you want to go somewhere else anyway. Hashtag go be great, right? Yeah. Do it. Do, do your thing, man. I'll, I'll pull for you. But that's one of the problems with the portal in its current setting is you don't have to say anything to anyone, <laughs> right? He doesn't have to. But when you've gone what appears to be that deep into the negotiations on uh, your your compensation, I kind of feel like that's – I think that's a little bit cold. And if you're already – if you're already negotiating before you're in the portal, then, right, we're – we've got to start really looking at how mad we want to get over tampering and things of that issue. Yeah, and what angers me is the go talk to my dad. I mean, man up. I know you're a freshman, but man up and talk to the coaching staff in this situation. Um, you know, this is this is this is a really good take. And Sean, I hope you don't mind me. I hope you don't mind me reading this on the air. But Sean writes, it sounds to me like Green wanted to leave, or his family thought that OU wouldn't match the NIL, and so that would be their excuse. OU matched, but they wanted to leave, period. And maybe that's it. Maybe he just doesn't want to be here. I will say this. Uh, I've been around guys that don't want to be, and, and, and I guess it's, it's saying gals going to get me in trouble. I just say guys and gals. I've been around members. I'm going into, as long as Coach Gasso allows me to do it this year, be going into my ninth season as the voice of OU softball. Nine years. I can tell whenever someone's not happy. You can see it. You can see whenever a player is not happy. You can tell. You just know that they're not happy in their situation or that they want to be somewhere else. And uh, it's been very few times where someone is in the portal and I'm like, oh, my gosh, What? Right. Most of the time in softball, when someone is in the portal, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Caden Green, the times I've been around him, well, he seemed to be loving life. So that's that's why this one is weird to me. And that's if you if it's just all about. If it's just all about, you know, wanting to get a little bit more money and go somewhere else. Hey, congratulations. That's college football and and what collectives in NIL have become. Good luck. That, that's really what I that, – that's all we can say, right? Because it doesn't appear like he's coming back. Yeah, for Oklahoma, I have no – I don't know how you manage something like that. Obviously, it would be nice to have him back, but this has just been a complete mess for a freshman right. offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what's funny is I uh, – I've got a very – I've never been in the portal. By, by that, I mean, I, I know we got a break, too, so I, I'll get right to it. I've never seen the portal. I've never seen what it looks like, right? I've never been actually on the website. And I had someone send me the screenshot of the current players for Oklahoma that are in the portal. 
I wish they just let us like have access to this. This is much easier to navigate <laughs> than anything that the the recruiting websites have tried to throw together. Uh, he's not in the portal yet. Now that's again that could be a processing thing. That could be a you know the it could be anything, but technically he's not in the portal yet. Now again that could be a technicality. But, I mean, the, the last name that has been put in the portal here was, was Denver Wilson, who was, you know, he, he announced that he was coming to Oklahoma and actually kind of worked as a recruiting assistant, I think, last year. <laughs> um, but he's the last name since Kelvin Gilliam that's been initiated in the portal. So that might just be a matter of time, right? Maybe that's just a processing thing, but I'm keeping an eye on it for you. Let's react to it. We'll take a break. We're at Caven's Group. Anything else you want to add, Connor, before we get to a break that's kind of stood out to you on this since we just listened to that? No, I mean, there's just no other way to put it. Just a complete mess with Caden Green and obviously uh, his dad, too. You, you just don't – Gabe's right. You don't run into situations like that. A freshman no. O lineman at a blue blood program who started seven games. I mean, and was and was the captain. It's weird. Yeah. All right, quick break. It's Plank Show live from Caven's Group on a Thursday, right here on the Ref. Can I tell you that the the best text that I think we've received is a four word text. It's from Derek. Kenipamire Chevrolet text line. Welcome back to the Plank Show. He writes. This is not sustainable. I, I agree. And I don't know I don't know what the fix is. I feel like the NCAA's rule or plan with, you know, there's another level and you invest what was 30k for each athlete. It's got to be 50/50 between male female athletes and all these things. I think that's a good starting spot, but you know what? Again, what happened, Connor, when the NCAA lost in court just yesterday for the one-time transfer rule? What do they do? The media's like, yeah, well, you know, we're not going to stop you from doing anything. Go ahead, do whatever you want. I mean, it's just. Yeah, well, guys can, what, transfer in a semester yeah. and then be immediately, yeah, eligible to play the next semester. I, um, Derek, I could not agree with you more. Um, Let's see here. I didn't, I, by the way, Fred. I stopped myself before I said a dirty word. Now, nothing could be worse than my radio this morning automatically starting to play Howard Stern whenever Bigfoot apparently is having a conversation with Jimmy Carter and my daughter sitting in the car, okay? So me almost dropping a a wordy nerd, I think I'm in a little better place than you are this morning, Fred, with the conversations I had to have with my kids this morning. Um, I'll just go through some of these. I'm not... I don't want to spin it picking on the kid, right? I like Caden Green. I think he's going to be a hell of a football player. I don't like the way this situation is being handled, and I don't like how it's playing out as public as it is. Now, you would immediately say, damn, Plank, what a hypocrite. You just played that. And I would say, you're right. But I also feel like you all want answers, and I can't give them to you. Someone like Gabe, Parker, Teddy, um, I mean, those, Tyler, 
Those are the guys who can give you the answers. I'm just going to dovetail off what they say. Whoever got him to leave Oklahoma already is set at QB and other skill positions, but is telling him to lay low, and when he goes to that team, I bet it's for a boatload of money. That's from the 405. Uh, I think I heard, I think I heard Murdoch say this. Um, I just, I'm, I'm making sure to give proper credit because I got called out for stealing a Nate Bergazzi joke the other day. But whenever, whenever they started to reach out to their other entities at other schools and they reached out to them, like nobody had any idea where he was going. Missouri, everyone's like, oh, it's Missouri. Well, the Missouri people are like, we have no, this is new to us. This is new to us. Um, let's see. Any chance it could be Texas Plank? Julio, that's, I mean, I don't know. I, do, I have no idea where it could be going. South Dakota Sooner writes, when he says talk to dad, I think that's the issue. Dad. I bet you that someone is paying dad also. Well, then maybe we need to set up a financial plan to pay dad. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Um, and real, real quick, I think this is a fair question. So is the family holding it against OU that he had to threaten to leave for bigger money in order for them to offer whatever amount rather than offering without it? Am I hearing it right? Okay. I understand that word salad, what you're saying, my man, because I feel you. In other words, when they came with a, here's, here's how it's slotted, it, it, Here's what you will make this year. Did they get mad that they had to go back and say, well, this is what we wanted, right? And sometimes it's weird how that works in negotiations. Any little thing can be held against you. It's also there's a part of me that it's really weird that we're having this conversation about a college. I'm still not used to that, right, Connor? There's a part of me that's still not used to talking about financial negotiations on that front. And this could be wrong, but it could be a part where maybe maybe they they didn't expect Caden Green to play this much right away, right. and he ended up being like one of the better offensive linemen for OU uh, toward the end of the season. So maybe that came into thought, like, oh, maybe he should be getting <laughs> paid more money. Someone said, "I've also oh, I I love all the rumors. Give me all of them." I've heard all this Kane Green nonsense is also based on how apparently OU handled the Marcus Hicks situation. Either way, the whole situation was mishandled by the Green family. Marcus Hicks never got on the field. I, I, I mean, I, I, I appreciate Marcus, the player, and I think he's going to have a great career, but he couldn't get on the field. So I, 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 don't, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Well, he switched positions, too, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah, had to. I mean, when they tell you you're not going to play here, try to switch positions, and now you have the portal where you're like, I really want to be this, I'm going to go somewhere else. Or you switch positions and you try to make it work. When you don't get on the field, I mean, sorry, I mean, I just, I don't understand how this could be similar to that situation when we're talking about those negotiations. Uh, Let's see here. Derek is right. Writes the 940. You can't have both unlimited NIL and no transfer rules. It's like if you were to have no salary cap in the NFL without any contracts. You guys are all over it. Let's keep it rolling. We'll come back with more of your text. Top five stories today right around the corner. We're live from the Cavens Group on a Thursday on The Ref. Oh, man, so many good things. <laughs> the 405 rides. Maybe the $30,000 per athlete is not such a bad idea. 
Well, you got to remember. You got to remember. That's the that's the uh, basement. That's the floor. That's as low as you can go. Smash mouth sooner. Dude is gone. Move on and trust that BB and BV will get the O-line together. I like that. I like that smash mouth. I like that a lot. Um, and, and then one more quick one to put a wrap on hour two. The top five stories of the day coming up next. I don't know if I'll be able to top final thoughts with that play-by-play call from yesterday, but I'm trying. What an ending to the show. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my gosh. Uh, this is what's happening right now, writes the 405. These parents of these high-profile kids are just seeing dollar signs, and they act like it's about the kid, but in reality it's about how much money they can get. I guarantee you, Caden Green just wants to play football. He's a lifelong OU fan. And he wants to be coached by Bill Beanbow, but his dad has decided he wants a bunch of money. And what Gabe said when the staffer went to talk to him, he said, talk to my dad? Tells you right there who was spearheading his ability, uh, this, and it's an absolute disservice to the kid. Now, again, I want to be very clear. I appreciate that, Zach. I appreciate all your takes on this. I don't know. Maybe Kane Green doesn't want to be here. Maybe there was something where he was mad about what, what are you bringing up, like Marcus Six and the GA thing? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it's unprecedented. It's just something that doesn't happen at that position. Wish him the best. But in the words of Vince McMahon, we're going to be just fine without you. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref.